What? We're going to Disney? Now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Yeah, when like, the doctor says, whoa, I've never seen that before, that's yeah, not a good sign. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> okay, we know these are, we can wipe this off. Like, <laughs> I felt like I felt it happening as soon as they, you know, pricked me with that. I was like, oh my gosh. Ah. Yeah, you're like, so, oh, that's not nice. That's not nice. Not nice. No, no. <laughs> Stop. So, don't need so, any more of that. We, we got the point. Stop uh-huh. now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we can wipe this off now. Sorry. I'm so sorry. We've got some medication. We're going to put on it right away. Like, oh, wow. We have some lovely so. parting gifts for you. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 So the pollen count is especially high here right now. I mean, it's like 9.5 to 10 every day. So I'm like, it's hard for me to control my sniffling. <laughs> Like, you yeah. do it and you don't think about it. It's like a, right. a bodily response. So I hope I, I'm not going to sound super sniffly. Well, clearly not allergic to us. It's our friends and guests. Hi, welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney. And in this episode, we actually get to go to Disney, or at least I do. But before we get to that, um, let me welcome in my uh, my compadres here as we chat around the couch. Uh, let's start with Amy. Amy, how are you doing today, Amy? I'm doing well. The only thing that is problematic is that I have the hay fever. <laughs> As we discussed. As we discussed. Yes. So. All right. I guess I knew the answer to that question before, before I asked it, huh? Yeah. I'm going to need you mm. to keep me well stocked with tissues. And if at any time you say something to me and I don't answer right away, I'll be on mute sneezing my head off. <laughs> All right, well, we appreciate your dedication to the craft of International Podcast Star. Oh, geez, this again. And speaking of dedication, Dean, how you doing? Hello. I'm wondering if it would be the cruelest twist of fate if Amy was allergic to dogs. Oh. That is about as mean as I could uh, thing I could think of for someone to have to suffer through. Oh. You know what? I did see Casey last night for about yeah. five minutes. And I woke up with really bad sinuses. Oh, no. Uh, uh-oh. That would be traumatic for me if I were if I had somehow developed an allergy to dogs. That's one of those things where you get the report and you're like, no, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at, mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Give me medicine that I will have to take for the rest of my life on right. a daily basis. <laughs> I'll be fine not- with it. Not giving this one up. Thanks, Doc. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, well, clearly- do you know anybody who's, like, really, like, kind of hypochondriac about those kind of things, though? Because I have to share this one real quickly. My father-in-law once apparently had, like, I think it was lobster with tomatoes and red wine and had a reaction. Mm-hmm. He's now convinced he's allergic to that combination. Uh, and it and it has expanded over the years. So now he's allergic to shellfish any shellfish with mm-hmm. any tomato and any wine 
yet he eats shrimp co- he eats shrimp cocktail religiously. <laughs> so sometimes you shouldn't prescribe your own allergies. You might want to seek professional help on that one. <laughs> well, you know, if, if he if he tries to boss you guys around and tell you guys not to go to certain restaurants with him because of that, just tell him he's being a little too shellfish. Bum bum ba da. Wow. That was terrible. I apologize. I Sorry, apologize. Uh, unlike most of your puns, that one didn't have too many legs. Yeah, the, the problem, Amy, is when we talk to him like that, he gets a little crabby. You know what? It cracked me up. So. <sighs> you guys are just drawn and buttered. <laughs> 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 Don't you see my puns are the greatest? <laughs> oh, oh, we see them quite well. <laughs> Speaking of the greatest, I'm here to pick up where I left off. Uh, unfortunately, Amy, you were not able to participate in the uh, part one of my trip report. We talked mainly about Universal, but now we're going to transition over to the surprise Disney portion of the trip. Um, and it was truly a surprise. Uh, my daughter had no idea. My parents had no idea. They were with us. Well, my daughter stayed with us the entire vacation. But my parents were with us for the universal portion. So uh, now I take you back in time. Picture it. Orlando. August 22nd. It was a Tuesday. It was a grand day. It was a sore day. Because you're as ste- Dean... You're stealing my character. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm totally Sophia. <laughs> as Dean can attest... Because we had a um, Fitbit challenge going on at the same time. I did 31,000 steps on this day. Because over the course of the day, we went from Cabana Bay to Islands of Adventure to Universal Studios to Volcano Bay. Back to Cabana Bay. Checked into Wilderness Lodge. Went over to Animal Kingdom. Went over to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Back to Animal Kingdom. And then back to Wilderness Lodge. And I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> you know, wow. that, that might be more than four parks one day. I, <laughs> it is. It, it technically, well, no. It's three resorts. It's, it's three four parks. parks. Two, four two. parks, if you, well, if you count Volcano Bay as a, as a park. There mm. certainly is a All lot right. of walking. We'll give you four parks, two, day, two resorts. Yeah. You're oh, not going to give me three resorts? Right, no, three, three, that's right, three resorts, because you ate at Animal Kingdom last yeah. day. <laughs> All those stops you named off, my eyes just glazed right? over. Right? <laughs> that, that, that's just the allergies, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes. So we started off our day. Uh, we actually, you know, we, we ended up Monday night at Raglan Road, which was great. Um, decided not to go back into Universal um, or, or City Walk, for that matter, for that night. Um, started to pack. You know, it was a little bittersweet, but um, packed up our stuff. Um, as I said, and if you missed uh, last week's, I definitely highly re- recommend going back and listening to that and go into detail about how great Cabana Bay is. I highly recommend it, even if you're not going to the Universal theme parks. Just a great resort to stay at. Anyway, um, in the morning, uh, my dad was packed and my daughter was interested in riding some of the quote unquote larger rides that we hadn't done. Um, I think my wife was still a little bit tired from uh, Monday's exertions. So it was just my dad and my daughter and I, we went over to Islands of Adventure to ride specifically Jurassic Park, um, which is a big raft ride with a huge drop at the, at the end. Um, my daughter was really stoked to get on that. And, of course, when you get to Islands of Adventure at Rope Drop, everybody is going to 
the Harry Potter Hogwarts experiences. So no one was in line. I mean, we walked literally onto the boat, <laughs> um, which is neat. It starts outside and you wind through. It's a lot like the Jurassic Park initial movie where you go through and you meet your your plant eaters and then there's the hadrosaur that pops up, so on and so forth. And then, of course, something goes wrong, like every other theme park attraction. And then you go through into the building. T-Rex shows up, velociraptors all over the place. It's great. Um, from there, we went to the... Uh, and I had ridden that before, but again, this was 2000 when we were last in Orlando um, for Universal. Then we went to Kong. Kong is really neat, particularly if you've seen the recent movie Skull Island. Um, it is basically the same vehicles as they use for the Kilimanjaro Safaris at Animal Kingdom, except you have an audio animatronic driver, and it's a little bigger. And then you go through the um, outside, you drive actually past part of the queue, and then you head into the show building. Um, you're wearing 3D glasses. Again, this is not a ride, much like most of the Universal attractions. If you have anything at all that is a restriction on any ride, you will have difficulty navigating a lot of the attractions at Universal. Motion sickness, back problems, vision problems, balance problems. I can um, imagine what the sign looks like outside this one. Oh, oh, it's like four or five <laughs> signs stapled together. Um, you know, any cardiac things, anything with seizures because of strobe lights, um, young children, expectant mothers, um, people with dogs that get frightened. You know, basically any any anything you can think of is no, listed. Is this on a track? Is it on a no. track? I believe it is like the Indiana Jones and the dinosaur vehicles, that there's either a buried guide wire or they are, like, GPS-driven. But there isn't really a track. I was circling back to the idea of an auto-animatronic uh, driver. Driver, Wait, wait, yes. hang, hang on, hang on. Yep. <laughs> that makes sense for theme, but how does that actually work as a vehicle? <laughs> well, it, and, and that's exactly it. I think it's a lot like the, you know, like I said, the dinosaur or the Indiana Jones attraction vehicles. Okay. Um, it, it guides itself, which I got to tell you, it's a really unique experience. Um, you see, of course, the back of the driver's head, and he comes over the CB. Um, from what I understand, at the opening of the attraction, there were between three and five different animatronic characters. So each one has slightly different lines, and it changes up your ride experiences a little bit, Yeah, um, which is really neat. Um, of course, a big spectacle. There is a giant... Kong puppet, but puppet is like, it's underselling it. It's an animatronic, I mean, it's like full scale, and it shows up at the end of the attraction. It's really neat. Um, that attraction itself is terrifying in the queue. So if you've got anybody with anxiety, and this is where it gets into things where, at Universal, the queues themselves can be terrifying and exhausting. Um, simply because they go and set the mood. Um, thinking of the mummy, you know, the, the mummy you go into, like, the depths of the crypt. Um, for Kong, they actually have scare actors, living people, in the queue to kind of appear in holes and disappear, and they're the natives. And they will all of a sudden be behind you and then vanish. It's, it's, it's really creepy, dark, scary, gets you in the mood. And as I had to repeatedly tell my daughter, the queue is getting you into the mood. The ride itself is not scary. After, like, the third one, I think she finally caught on. But it might take some doing for people that have any kind of anxiety 
Uh, um, it gets close in, so claustrophobia. I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, these attractions are like, they weed out everybody who could possibly have an issue with anything. And I don't mean that, like, in a sarcastic way. That would be a big nope for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amy yeah, Kong. <laughs> Kong not up your alley. Uh, I could see Jura- I, I could see you enjoying Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, we went over for those two things. Popped into Hogsmeade simply to see what the wait was for the Hogwarts Express. And it was like an hour and ten minutes. We're like, nope. Grabbed a butterbeer, <laughs> walked back out of Islands of Adventure, and walked over to Universal Studios. Uh, where my daughter really wanted to ride the Transformers ride. So that's what we got in line for first. Um, and what, once again, it is I really enjoyed it. It's another one of those motion simulator but an actual moving vehicle, kind of like Spider-Man. Lots of screens, wearing your 3D, you get flame effects, water effects. Um, it's an all-sensory tour de force, and same precautions apply. Um, this one, actually, the wait um, had started to creep up. I think it said 40 minutes, and I believe we waited maybe 25, 30. Um, at that point, my dad wanted to go back to the room, make sure that they were all packed up. They were flying out that day. So he left, so it was just my daughter and I. We went over to Moe's Tavern to get some food, where I got a crusty burger from The Simpsons. I got a flaming Moe, which was neat. It's, um, <laughs> it's a two-chambered cup with holes in the bottom. They put dry ice, and then it's orange cola and some soda water. So it's actually steaming and bubbling as they serve it to you. That is neat. It, it really, and it makes for, yet again, more keepsake cups, um, which is always my goal. Um, as we finished up lunch, I saw across the way was Duff Garden, so I got myself a Duff beer. Regular Duff beer, not Duff Light or Duff Dry. Um, it tasted exactly what you'd expect Homer Simpson's beer to taste like, essentially Budweiser. That's which not a compliment. Not a compliment, but it's a Simpsons <laughs> cartoon beer, and I drank it in a keepsake Simpsons Duff mug, which I have. Which we are now up to 11? Uh, yeah, we Keepsake have a lot. cups? We got a lot. <laughs> We got a lot. Uh, I've been trying to keep track between the two episodes. <laughs> it's really tough. We have two flaming Moes and one Duff mug. Um, and then, uh, you know, so as we walked out, walked down Fast Food Boulevard, my daughter posed with the large lad donuts guy. Um, she really wanted to get a big pink donut, which is the size of a dinner plate. We, neither of us had any room. So we kind of went, eh, next time. <laughs> so uh, at this point, it's probably about 1, maybe 1230 in the afternoon. Um, so we actually hopped on the bus back from City Walk to Cabana Bay, and we got changed. Um, Say goodbye to my parents. Uh, we met them kind of at the main, um, again, that kind of main food court um, at Cabana Bay. And we got changed, checked out, and all that stuff, but got all our stuff in the car. And we went over to Volcano Bay, so now it's just the three of us, my wife, my daughter, and I. And we spent probably, I want to say, three hours at Volcano Bay. And here is where we really put into practice some of the lessons that we learned um, of what not to do when going to Volcano Bay um, the, the earlier the other day. We picked a spot on the other side of the volcano that's closer to where the rides are to get a locker and to get chairs. Uh, we brought our towels from before so we didn't have to worry about checking out towels. Um, I tried again to link my Tapu Tapu uh, wristband with the credit card through the app, and that didn't work, so did have to carry the credit card around. Um, got another keepsake mug for the drinks, <laughs> which again, the first one's $13, and the next one is 10 
Um, so I think in total we have three Volcano Bay keepsake classes. <sighs> yep. Um, rode the Fierce River and got a Tapu Tapu return time for Moana's slide, um, which which was a lot of fun. Family raft ride. Um, I believe the Tapu Tapu time said 80 minutes. I think when we tapped in, it showed up at 65. So we essentially did some Fierce River, Lazy River, had lunch, which, and, and I will tell you, the Volcano Bay food offerings are fantastic. Um, all three of us opted for flatbread. Um, my wife got cheese. I got a barbecue chicken with um, some red onion. And um, I think my wife just got the pepperoni. But the food options were great. It was very hot this day. Um, this is probably the hottest day on our vacation, um, which seems appropriate considering the parks we went to, the water park, and then later to Animal Kingdom. Uh, but they were actually handing out glasses of water to people waiting in line to get food, um, cups of water. Um, it, not unlike, you know, like if you're in a, in, in a race, um, which, which was, right, right. it actually was nice. The line was moving very quickly. Not only do they excel at serving food, they excel at moving through the line. They position a team member at the end of the line, and they tell you when the next window opens up to go order. So it's very handy. You know, you don't have to sit there. You know, you don't get the person that's staring at the menu, <laughs> ignoring <laughs> the, the team member frantically waving his or her arm. Come on down and order. Um, it definitely makes an efficiency. Quick quick question. Yeah. Um, with both Volcano Bay and Cabana Bay. Yes. All of the food offerings are quick service style, right? That is correct. Yes. But you, you felt the quality was actually pretty high end at both locations uh yeah i mean for for the food that we got um i i can tell you the food we got at cabana bay definitely rivaled anything at any quick service at disney um i would say the prices are actually maybe a couple bucks cheaper it, it's still resort level you know the flatbreads are like 10 bucks because that's right. what you'd expect um <clears throat> i'd say on a whole the specialty drinks are a lot cheaper at universal in general um, I was expecting maybe fifteen, sixteen dollars, and they were coming up thirteen or ten for the refill. And it's just a few bucks, but it makes a difference over the course of a week's vacation. And it I makes, and and if you've got three plus people in your party, right? And you'll probably point out you noticed that as you moved on to Disney, and uh, the, the prices <laughs> changed just a bit. Yeah, they did. I mean, you know, we were, we were on vacation, so you know, I kind of, and we hadn't been in, like I said, in five years um, to Walt Disney World, so I kind of. I wasn't as cognizant of it as I might have been if we were going every year. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, lunch lunch was good. Seating was plentiful. Um, they have covered bench seating. They have really, really heavy, um, like, uh, plastic wood furniture. Um, it's not unlike what they have outside at the Wilderness Lodge um, at Roaring Forks kind of eating area. Um, it weighs a ton, which I imagine is good for, like, storms. <laughs> so they don't have to pick up everything. Um, but it's very durable, and it wasn't hot. I was, you know, I was kind of a little leery of sitting down on something that's been in the sun for four hours. But um, no, it, it actually was good. We were able to eat, find a table, sit down, eat, and then uh, we showered there and uh, got in our car and headed off to Disney. What? So yeah, we drive through the gates. You just heard my daughter's reaction. She was uh, slightly surprised. Um, yeah, and, and uh, you know, so we pull up at Wilderness Lodge, um, park the car, and um, you know, one of the many firsts. I really want to focus for this one on firsts for us. 
Uh, I'm still going to go day by day, but I'm really going to focus on what we did for the first time um, and do less of a recount of what we did step by step. So the first of the first was when I entered the Magic Kingdom area, you have to go through kind of the parking area before you get to the resorts. If you've never driven or even if you're on a bus and you pay attention, you go through the same gate. And I had my magic band on. So I was able to just show them the magic band and say, we're staying at the Wilderness Lodge. And the cast member there said, have a good day, sir. It's second right. And that was cool. Um, getting to the Wilderness Lodge, I had checked in online via the My Disney Experience app. That was the first for doing that. Um, I got a text saying our room was ready. That was at noon. And considering the DVC, check-ins usually four. It was great to have that flexibility. We decided to use that time and go back to Volcano Bay, mainly because we felt like we didn't get to experience much of it our first day. So, um, but just knowing that our room was ready and what the room number was. So again, parking the car, grabbing the bags. We all have our magic bands on and we walk up to the room and lo and behold, the door actually opens. So, what? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I forgot, this is really your first time getting is, to do all that kind of this stuff. This is the first time doing any of this. The last time that I was at Disney, they had RFID cards for the park tickets and the room keys. But they hadn't switched over. Magic Bands, I think, got announced, I want to say, three months after my last full trip. This is exciting! Oh, you have no idea. Um, I mean, it's it's it was really, you know... It, it, when people talk about the quote-unquote wasteful spending of My Magic Plus, the fact of the ease of my vacation, and then you multiply that by the 18 million plus people that visit every year, no, it is not a waste of money. The, the, the stuff they had to upgrade in order to make it this seamless was amazing. So we get in, we check out the room. Now, we stayed at, at Wilderness Lodge in the Copper Creek, the new DVC. Uh, we stayed in the main lodge building. Our room was actually in the dormers of the south wing. So if you're looking at the Wilderness Lodge from the lake, we would be on the left with the new geyser point kind of in front of our, our wing of the building. You following me? Following you. Cool. We were looking basically on, we we're on the sixth floor, basically looking down at Roaring Fork. Um, with the with the winding river and the rock right in front of us. Um, so, like I said, we checked out our room. Um, the room is your one-bedroom DVC, so, you know, it's got the separate bedroom. Huge bed, huge headboard. Um, everything is, is uh, themed to kind of that Pacific Northwest Railway um, to the point where they use, like, I-beams as part of the architectural details. Um, lots of storage. Um, I, I would say the one thing about Cabana Bay is the room is really neat. There's not a lot of storage, not a lot of drawer space, not a lot of hanging clothes space. The exact opposite with Copper Creek. There was probably more storage in the main bedroom than there was in our entire two-bedroom suite at Cabana Bay. Wow. Um, and, you know, had the full kitchen, um, had storage underneath the bench seat in the, kit in the dining area. Uh, my daughter slept on the pull-out couch. There's a TV the size of a car <laughs> in the bedroom, <laughs> um, and it was on one of those pull-out swing, uh, you know, like a swing arm, so you could turn it one way or the other. 
um, it, it well-appointed um, split bathroom, which is nice. There was a um, shower with a raindrop head straight above you, so you could just take a shower and have it rain right down on top of you. Um, and it had a new-style jacuzzi tub where the bubbles and the jets are all below. So there, there's like maybe a dozen of them, and they shoot straight up. And that's kind of a neat, that's a neat feature. The tub it was probably two and a half feet deep. I mean, it's huge. And separating the bathroom and the bedroom was a large translucent panel that looks like a cross-section of rock. Um, really well done. Um, yeah, the, that's cool decor. Yeah, uh, and, I, and I'll put these pictures out there so everybody can kind of see what I'm talking about. Um, they finally put in, and I know, Amy, you're going to really enjoy this, a solid core pocket door that hides the laundry facilities. That is wonderful. Because so you <laughs> don't get that vented. Go drunk, go drunk, go drunk, go drunk. You know exactly what I mean. those doors that have like the slats for ventilation. Yes. And they oh. weigh a pound. And they weigh a pound. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like a little, sl- little like cardboard, you know, yes. like particle board or whatever. Like, there's no sound insulation at all. None. The other oh. thing that I that I found out that that I that I was kind of chuckling is that the dryer vent um, vents out right where the where the one of the two porches that we had looking out over the resort. So you go out there in the morning and you get this. Oh, look, it's Laundry, fresh, clean smell outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Which Every is not a bad thing. Every once in a thing. while, you'll see like a little piece of lint. Yeah, a little. <laughs> like, <robot. laughs> a little oh, what's that? Oh, we must have worn flannel. But um, so you know, we, we we did kind of our cursory unpacking and all that stuff. Um, I do want to stop here and recognize that in using our travel agency and travel agent, Dean. Uh, Amy, what's the name of that company again? Adventurers Out There Travel. Yes, and uh, Dean hooked me up with a sweet adventuresoutthertravel.com travel bag, drawstring, heavy duty. Um, it, it was not only perfect for going into the parks because it was easy to get through security, it holds three ponchos very easily. And that was my basic Disney uh, paraphernalia along with my magic band. <laughs> is I had my Adventures Out There travel bag with the three ponchos, which guaranteed it did not rain on us. Right. But I had them. And it fits very well. So thank you, Dean, for that. I'm glad you like the bag. I also like the design. Dean was looking out for you as you toured. He was with you on your back like Yoda. And he was making sure that nothing happened. (laughs) That's that's awesome. That's hilarious. (laughs) Dean also chose a nice design for me. It was the classic Epcot Center logo, World, which was which was awesome. I got I actually got some comments on that from security. Oh, cool! So just wanted to pass that along because this was now we are heading to Animal Kingdom, another first, actually two firsts with this, three firsts with this. Holy cow! Whoa! Such a day of first. Now that I recount it, so I drove us to Animal Kingdom. I have never driven. To a theme park at Walt Disney World. Really? Never. Wow. It's one of those things where looking at the transportation options, getting from Wilderness Lodge to Animal Kingdom, knowing that I had a reservation at Boma for later that night, 
I was like, you know, we could just take the bus, which would take us probably about 45 minutes, or I could drive and it would take us. And then I opened up my app. Oh, 15 minutes. I said, let's drive. So I drove. So that was my first. Driving at Walt Disney World, even, you know, and I had the GPS on because I just didn't want to miss a turn. Um, Because I'm, you know, kind of a slave to technology with that. Driving at Walt Disney World is very easy. Yes. Um, I, I, I actually, you know, for the most part, don't like driving when I'm on vacation. And there were large portions of our Disney World portion where I didn't drive. I never drove for the Universal portion because Universal is so compact and the transportation options are so good. But driving Animal Kingdom from the Wilderness Lodge was a no-brainer. Um, got there. We parked so far away. <laughs> that's a big lot it's a big lot and we got there at roughly three i want to say so we we were way out we actually took the tram tram drivers funniest at animal kingdom where i actually had the opportunity to listen to three different parks trams epcot tram studios tram and animal kingdom tram animal kingdom tram wins hands down for best cast member just so you know unofficial poll but um, so we got there. Vote, vote of one. Vote of one. Yes, and it, but it's unanimous. Um, <laughs> the problem and, I always have is that it's hard to understand what they're saying a lot of times. Not time. this one. Not this one. This one was good. Not garbled. The transmission was clear. The English was good. It was slightly accented, so it sounded good for Animal Kingdom. They they were still using the pun. Have a wild time. <laughs> oh. I but, love it. Still I funny, to Amy. It's still funny to Amy. So I, started, parked... I started to say, like, was it one of the new trams? But you may not know the difference. I don't know the difference. Okay. Um, actually, side note on trams, Animal Kingdom tram was the only one that didn't break down while we were there. Really? That's, that's really <laughs> yeah. a buck. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we went to get on the Epcot one the second time we went to Epcot, and the tram was just dead on arrival, and they were taking people off of it when we walked up Ooh. to it. We went, yeah, that's not going to work. And at the studios, the tram, um, the the truck that that is the engine, died as it was delivering us at the studios drop off. We're like, well, all right, <laughs> not gonna take that back. Um, <laughs> you just used too much of the force. Dean tried right. to tell you. He did. Dean you know? Yoda. He tried to Dean tell Yoda. you. Dean Yoda. I had your back. He did. <laughs> See what I did there, Amy? Yeah. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. <laughs> Polly's back. Tell a friend. Nice. You know the, those trams? They were breaking down in all the wrong places. Mmm. That's that comes later. Um. So yeah. So we get into Animal Kingdom, and this is why I say it, there's so many news. So. We're able to use our magic bands. I went through security, of course, having the bag. Uh, but then able to use our magic band. And now this is where really the third part of the magic band came into play. We got in, held the you know the Mickey touch point up to the magic band, or the other way around, held the magic band up to the Mickey touch point, put the finger down, had the green circle and the green circle, and we were in. Again, I have not spoken to anyone that's a cast member. I have not done anything except link all my passes into my Disney Experience app. I didn't have to go to guest relations. I didn't have to go to the ticket window. It just worked. It was amazing. It, it, I, I, and then we were just in the park, and I was like, I can't believe that this just took 
10 seconds, but it did. All three of us were in. The fact that they have the touch points doubled up so you don't have to wait in line like a turnstile, yeah, it's very helpful. So helpful. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, particularly with our second day, we even got comfortable just splitting up just to be, you know, okay, just find a touch point because it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know? Right. There's no, oh, we got to make sure that your ticket matches you. I mean, the Magic Band makes it very easy to make sure that you're matched up with your admission. Um, we actually had that issue on our last trip where I entered the park with my wife's pass. Which wasn't, oh, really? a, yeah, which wasn't an issue, except when she went to enter with my pass, it wouldn't register the fingerprint, of course. Right. For the biometric. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That that didn't happen. We all had different colors, different names, all that stuff. And so we entered the park, and now we're going to ride our first attraction, which was the um, Navi River Journey, which I had scheduled well in advance. Um, saw the line for Flight of Passage and told myself, yep, we'll be doing that later. But this is the first time that we're going to use it for Fast Pass Plus. So now we have entered the theme park area. We have entered our room. We have entered the theme park. Now we have our fast pass, and that works fine. Um, went on the Navi River Journey. It was really great. I mean, a lot of people call it exactly what it is. It's like a nighttime alien-themed small world, which I am perfectly fine with because I love small world. Um, my wife's not a huge Avatar fan. She found it fascinating just walking around the land. Um, none of us could believe that the land had only been open since May. Uh, it, it looked, it you know, like much of Animal Kingdom, it looked too grown in. It looked too established right. to be only there for, what, three months? At that point? June, July, August, yeah. Uh, it just, it, it boggles the mind, the work that they did for that is just truly incredible. Um, I'll post pictures, of course, uh, when this episode drops. Um, I, I, I personally like avatar you do not need to like avatar to enjoy the land um unfortunately and you know spoiler alert we did not get back for nighttime um it just wasn't in the cards uh you know with what we wanted to do but oh i i i would easily be able to spend nearly an entire day just in the pandora section of animal kingdom but before we did that we went over to boma for dinner which we had done so I'm not going to spend too much time on that. But then we did go back for our final fast pass of the day, which was Rivers of Light. Highly recommend getting the fast pass for Rivers of Light. And actually want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Yeah, I wonder how that worked out. Because we, much like you, we didn't make it back to Animal Kingdom at night. And that included the night we had the fast pass for Rivers of Light. We didn't go right. back. So I still have not seen it. And um, I was just, as we were you know, going through Animal Kingdom daytime, I was trying to figure out how the fast pass part would work and how they queue you up you know i did that when i had the jungle book show and and had the fast pass but how did it work for rivers of light uh rivers of light it actually worked very well what they do is they just have a touch point at one of the entries at the back of the seating area so they have cast members at all of the entrances to where you could sit down you know they have the standby which opens up like two three hours before the show um they were close to capacity the cast members you know telling people no i'm sorry you have to go over here uh, or if you don't have a fast pass, you can try um, try to get a seating arrangement or a viewing of Rivers of Light from like over by the um, Everest statue 
you know, that's kind of across yeah, yeah. the bay, but you're going to look at the yep. show from, from reverse. I'm not quite sure how that would work. Um, we rolled in, I want to say, 10 minutes before the pre-show started, at the very tail end of the Fast Pass entry window. We got in, we sat down at like the second to last row, which was fine. I wasn't like taking many pictures or anything like that. Um, so it, 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 it worked out perfectly for us. We were able to spend a little bit more time at Boma, um, you know, and eat. We, we got back to the park, got in fine. Um, and really it's just, you do the touch point and then they let you into the seating area. And again, they had a cast member letting you know where there were seats. So it, it really was kind of seamless. We sat down, we waited five minutes and the pre-show started. Um, it is very reminiscent of the Omelo Wela sections of Reflections of Earth. <laughs> um, there are no fireworks, of course. There are a lot of water screen effects. The floats are fantastic. Um, there are these lotus. There's a flame lotus that comes out at the end. Um, there's these large lit animals. It's it's just, it's really, it's. I enjoy it. I can see a lot of people that are looking for some kind of spectacle. I enjoy it for what it is. It's a nice nightcap to the tone of Animal Kingdom. I have not seen Rivers of Light. Wow, so I'm the only... Wow. I've so I went from not visiting in five years to I'm the <laughs> only one that has seen the new show? <laughs> I've, seen pic I've seen pictures of some of the floats, like the bear. I mean, that looks really cool. And then that lotus thing, I've seen pictures of that. But I have not seen the show or watched a video. Interesting. So here, here's my take on Rivers of Light from what I've heard from people's commentary. It's a classic. Disney uses IP too much. Now they have a nighttime spectacular and it's all original with no IP. And people complain that they can't relate to it. <laughs> but isn't yeah. that what everyone wants more of is stuff with yes. no IP? Exactly. And that's why I don't understand the complaints. I, I'm purposefully not watching video of it, so I really can't comment on much. Um, but it, from what I've heard and what I've heard described and what you just said, to me it sounds like it, themes, it fits thematically perfectly with Animal Kingdom. And it is a nice cap to your day, but it's not meant to be the nighttime extravaganza that all the fireworks shows are. And I don't know, that, to me, at least from what I've heard from people that are critical of it, that seems to be the complaint, that it's not like this big bang to the end of the day, but I don't think it's supposed to be. Yeah, they probably are pretty limited in that kind of stuff that they can do because i mean i'm i'm wondering how much of that kind of stuff that close to the animals would disturb them like explosion sounds and things like that i'm wondering if maybe they had to keep this show more subdued for that um it's not that it's subdued um well there, i mean I mean, like definitely there's loud fireworks. music well yeah but but i mean you know you're not gonna be able to do that anyway I think that a lot of the criticisms are, well, it, it, it doesn't wow me. It's like, well, what are you looking for to get wowed? You know, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Animal Kingdom, to me, is something that it washes over you. It's, it's kind of like the tide. It's not, it's not you round the corner and there's this giant vista. You know, it's you round the corner and you see the tree and then you get deeper into, you know, oh, now you smell flame tree, and now you're in Harambe, and, and now you're enveloped into the African culture and themes. You know, it, it's something that, and then as you leave, it's like you you, you, you still smell flame tree on you. you know, the it, air it was, was thick with brisket. Yes! <laughs> um, you know, it's not, it's not like when you get to 
the Magic Kingdom and it's like, BAM! Giant castle! You know? <laughs> you know? Like, it, it, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just... I think people are trying to get what they get from other parks. And maybe part of that is because of the newness of the Star Wars fireworks, which we did not see. Um, and how spectacular those are, from what I understand, between the projections and the fireworks. That they're thinking that that's going to fit Animal Kingdom. It just won't. I mean, how, the did studios you not is, see, how did you not see the Star Wars fireworks? Um, because we were back in the room roughly... Well, we'll get to that. You're irresponsible. I'm not irresponsible. We had a fun, relaxing trip, just the three of us. But I think you're... we should recap how many attractions Amy went on during her last. No, listen, yeah. you're like a super mega Star Wars fan. How can you not see the Star Wars fireworks? We only you're over a this... super mega basketball fan, and you won't even play fantasy basketball. Nice. Not the same thing. Pretty much is. Pretty much not. It's a different way to enjoy a theme of something you already appreciate. Pretty much not. Same thing. No. Don't make me sneeze. I can sneeze enough for all three of us, to be honest. This is rough, man. Oh, whew. Anyway, I found sniffling. No, no, it's fine. You're fine. You're fine. You need you need the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, achy, stuffy head fever so you can rest medicine. No, she doesn't, because then she'll be asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be sleepy, Amy. So be on mute. We won't know the difference. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I thought Rivers of Light really fit with what Animal Kingdom does um, on a day-to-day basis. Um, And then as we were leaving the theater, even though we were the second-to-last row, the the salmon swimming of humanity of that theater, if they had made it any larger, I'm not sure that the crowd would have been able to pass. Um, We kind of circled back, you know, past Yak and Yeti. Um, We had thought maybe we would try and get in line for Flight of Passage because the park was open an additional 45 minutes after the end of the show. The amount of people heading into Pandora, no. We just said, you know what? It's been a long day. We've been to four theme parks, three three resorts. It's just, no, let's let's just head back to the room. So we did. We head back to the room, finished unpacking, um, and then uh, we went to bed, and then uh, we woke up the next day and this was our first full Disney day. We went to the Magic Kingdom, rode the boat. And this is, you know, I love Wilderness Lodge for its location. Love that boat. Gotta tell you, the boat is great. I think the longest we waited for the boat was maybe, maybe five minutes. So our run of great transportation um, continued into the Disney portion of the vacation. Um, you know, rode the boat to the Magic Kingdom. We didn't even plan on getting there for road drop, but because we were just so excited to get going, we, we kind of just ended up there at like 8.40, rope drop at 9. And, you know, I asked my daughter, because we had fast passes for later in the afternoon. I said, where do you want to go? She goes, Buzz Lightyear. It's all right. We rode Buzz Lightyear first. Love Buzz Lightyear. Now, how'd you feel about the security getting in? Security, I got to tell you, um, with them doing the security check at the boat dock, again, this is where we got the kudos for the ponchos and the Adventures Out There travel bag. Um, really enjoyed that. I think it made it a lot more streamlined because we didn't have to wait in a line with humanity. It was just that boat load. Uh, that boat load. Right. And then did you see the opening show? No, did not. Because um, by the time we got there, um, they were letting people into the different lands. So, you know, we got in, 
um, did the photo pass. Excuse me, because we had Memory Maker. Um, another thing that was new, I bought the Memory Maker package, so we'd get all of the PhotoPass things and the videos and all that stuff included in the app. Um, and again, very easy. They have the touch point, every photographer, so you basically just hold out your arm and they will tap you in, and then it shows up on your app like half an hour later, uh, which was great. Um, you know, Road Buzz, Road Buzz Lightyear, got the keepsake photos from that. Um, then we went in, got in line for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and I, that ride is just fun. Um, I don't, don't I don't understand the people that are down on it for not being more than it is. It is just a fun, accessible roller coaster. I love that ride so much. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right. I, I have two favorites. Well, three favorites of the Magic Kingdom. Um, the People Mover, It's a Small World, and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Because Mine Train is the perfect length of time for me to be able to tolerate that kind of to me that's that's a thrilling attraction for me i'm like a wimp so i can understand why it's not as long as other stuff because you might not be able to tolerate it for very long if you're a kid like you don't well, want it to go on too long if you're scared yeah what's funny is that people complain that it's not a long enough ride it's the same ride time as space mountain is it really? That's interesting. It is the exact same ride time. So many That's times. really interesting. Yeah. So so there's that. Um, I love my train. We had an 11.30 Splash Mountain <laughs> Fast Pass, which was fun. So we, uh, that's one of my three favorite rides. Yeah, so we walked over, you know, did the touch point. You know, I'm not going to cover that. It, we've, we've talked about Splash Mountain, how great it is. Right after that, however, we went over to Skipper Canteen, which was a new place for me. Um, and this, Amy, you're 100% correct. The entry area for the Skipper Canteen is that little hiding spot that I used to sit and plug in my phone. <laughs> See, I knew that it was when you said that it was like sort of round and that there yeah. was seating. I was like, oh no, he yeah. lost his place. I did, uh. I did. But what, what we gained in Skipper Canteen was great. Uh, um, fully enjoyed being able to have a beer in the Magic Kingdom. Say what you want. I enjoyed it. Um, I got the keepsake metal mugs. Dean, what's the count up to? <laughs> I think we're at thir- how many? Two, two I of got those? two of those. Uh, I think we're at 13. 13? I, I yeah, lost I think so. So you'll have to give us a tally. Yeah, yeah. I will. Um, they didn't so. have those when I went. Oh, so I, I've never been able to buy one of those little It's great, mugs. and it just comes with, like, fruit juice. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's I, simple like, drink. Every- Every time I go, I'm like, you know, can I buy mugs? And it's like either not on the menu or they don't have them. <laughs> so, like, here you come trotting in, and they're, like, yep. wheeling out big cases of the mugs for yep. Paul. Oh, Paulie's here. Let's get some mugs. Yeah. Um, Try the falafel for the first time. Oh, my gosh. I love the falafel. They're really good. They're really I love good. the falafel. Had the wonton also. We split that up. Um, that was is that fantastic. The thing, is that the thing that's in the little um, bamboo? Container? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I've yeah, had that too. Pot stickers, wonton. I'm not, yes. I'm not sure. Dumpling. Yes. Yeah, those things. Good. And then I got the um, the kind of deconstructed meatloaf, uh, which was very good. Um, I'll call it meat, not meatloaf. That's wrong. I got the deconstructed lasagna type food, um, which was like a pulled beef, and it had uh, like a bechamel sauce with pasta. Uh, just, it was so good. My daughter and I both had that. Um, and uh, Skipper Canteen is a great addition to the Magic Kingdom, particularly from a table service perspective. 
Um, I mean, the it, cast it, the members only thing, are so good. They the really cast are. Are excellent. Oh and, my gosh, and we, I love them. We every time we place an order, you know, the cast member walks out and goes, "Well, you know, I'll, I'll put it in, but we haven't seen the cook in three weeks." So, <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love it. That. Oh. Oh, loved all the details. You know, we were in the main dining room, so you know the details were a little few and far between. But we took a little bit of time. You know, if, if you get a chance, go into the restroom, just to look around. It's kind of neat in there. Um, you know, did you see, see some the butterfly the booth? Yes, saw the butterfly booth. That was really neat. Um, you know, saw did you some see of the, the chandeliers in the in the room that were they're like parrots? Did not see that. The lighting fixtures? Oh, man, no. you missed that room. Oh. Yeah, I mean, we're, well, I, I make it a plan now. Skipper Canteen, I think, is on my, we have to eat here every time we go to the Magic Kingdom. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I liked it. I mean, the food was great. Um, mm-hmm. it, the prices were about what you'd expect for a table service in the Magic Kingdom. But A, it wasn't a buffet. And B, it wasn't like trying to get in to be our guest. And C, it was not Tony's Town Square. Blech. <laughs> now I forgot. Did you say you say you had an ADR? Or did you? Uh, no, I had an ADR. D- did you need it? Uh, no, not for when I had it, but I wanted to have it. If that makes sense. No, oh, absolutely. I was just curious how busy. No, it was. not not really busy at all. Um, it got busy as we were leaving. Um, I want to say our ADR was like at noon ish, maybe twelve ten. I think. Um, it got busy towards the one o'clock time. Um, and then they asked, of course, you know, would you like something for dessert? And I said, nope, we're going to get a Dole Whip float, which I did. And, uh, and you said it just like and that. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get a Dole, a Dole Whip, Whip float. float. Yeah. And the, and the lady <laughs> said, I need a medic quick. And, and, and the cast member looks at me and she looks at my shirt, which was the Dole Whip shirt. <laughs> That was sold probably three or four years ago, and said, "I can't imagine why." <laughs> <laughs> so I got to have my Dole Whip float wearing my Dole Whip shirt in front of the Dole Whip stand, and it was just Doleception all around. Um, yeah, oh, that was great. Uh, walked back across because our next um, fast pass was for the aforementioned Space Mountain. What I really liked, though, is they had the Main Street Band playing at the Hub. And I hadn't heard them there before. The only time I've ever heard the band is playing all the way down by like the uh, the town square. Um, and it's a neat it's a neat sound hearing them in the hub. I really enjoyed that. Did you guys give a moment to watch, or kind of like passing through? Um, passing through, but that you know, I took some pictures with the castle. Not with the castle. I took some pictures of the castle. Um, you know, so, so we, we, we paused, you know, we were not like on our mission and it wasn't like we needed to get to space mountain to meet the tail end of the fast pass window. Um, so we were able to savor and hear it. I enjoyed hearing it all the way up through that, you know, kind of that, uh, Avenue of tomorrow or whatever they call that when you first, what did you think of the new hub? I really liked it. Um, I can tell you, I, I could tell what was different, but not annoyed by it if that makes sense mm-hmm. like i you know when, when you walk in i was like oh i remember there being like kind of a bridge to get to the hub and that is completely gone mm-hmm. um but i really like the grassy area i like the ambiance that it lends um didn't get to see the new fireworks show so i wasn't able to kind of experience that um you know what the hub turns into at night or for a parade for that matter um, didn't didn't see the move it shake it work it twerk it, 
<laughs> that might be the most shocking thing you've said so far, is that you did not see yeah. Move It, Shake It, Work It, well, Work no. It, Wiggle It just a little bit. I have something that will shock you more when we get to the studios. But um, was able to do the, um, you know, the Space Mountain, that was fun. Um, and the last time we, that we went to Walt Disney World, my daughter was a complete bear in the morning. And I had to pull her out of the line for Enchanted Tales with Belle. So she did not get to experience it the last time we were there. We made up for it this time. She was chosen as um, Papa. So she was Maurice. So she had to act cold. And I got chosen to be <laughs> the guard. Yay. <laughs> so now Dean... I've done that. It's fun. Yes, it is. We, we're the heroes <laughs> of the story. Yes. So Absolutely. Amy, you can rest assured as the bell of the podcast, your two guards are here to help you. Good. I feel very safe and secure. <laughs> and <sighs> such as such with forth. Yes, with forth, forthwith. Yes. Um, we did have our next um, next and final fast pass was for Big Thunder Mountain. So I will tell you that in scheduling the fast passes for the first day, I was I think I was just getting a little excited and um, ahead of myself with how much we would want to be flying through the Magic Kingdom. So I had Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, and then Big Thunder Mountain with the um, Skipper Canteen wedged into there. It was literally hour, 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 which, um, if I had to make any kind of advice, leave a little bit of breathing room between your Fast Pass Plus reservations. And you're also zigzagging. That's... You're also zigzagging across the park, doing it that way. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah we, I mean, we did. Um, Magic Kingdom's not huge. Um, it's nowhere near as small as the studios is now. But um, it, you know, so, and we knew where we were going, so I think that kind of led maybe into my thinking that it wouldn't be that big a deal. But we kind of ended up getting towards the tail end of our Splash Mountain, which made the beginning to middle of Space Mountain, which made kind of the end to Big Thunder Mountain, you know? Mm -hmm. And they'll let you in line. Uh, the cast members set up to 15 minutes after the time. So, you know, they got a little bit more of a reprieve from that. Um, we, we did jog to get to the Navi River journey because we got there exactly at the end of the fast pass window. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, I, I don't know if you guys agree with that in making your fast passes um, to leave a little bit of space in between the reservations. What do you think? I usually make them one after the other. Okay. Because, I mean, usually when I have fast passes, I'm touring by myself, so it's easy for me to control mm -hmm. um you know, where I'm going, how much time I'm spending there when I'm there, and so on. And most of the rides in the Magic Kingdom are nowhere near long enough to make it to where you couldn't pretty much dawdle and still make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, my, my, usual, uh, my usual strategy is to make the first Fast Pass and arrive at the attraction as close to the end of the window as I can so that when I get off that attraction, I can immediately get on the next one and then dawdle onto the third one and make stops along the way if I want. So that's my strategy for Fast Pass and Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I'm with them. I usually do them hour, hour, hour right in a row, yep. but uh, to 
go with your other end of the, the timeline there, Polly. They'll let you on 15 minutes after your window. They'll also let you on five minutes early. Right. Mm -hmm. So to the to the extent that'll help your window buffer a little bit if you start that first one, um, yeah, that that's kind of helpful. But we try to do two together, say on one side of the park, maybe Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Space Mountain, kind you know kind of close to each other. And we'll do those ones back to back, mm -hmm. and then have a window to get to the next one. You know, because you have the rest of that second hour plus the entire third hour to get to your third fast. Break. Right. Mm -hmm. And it and it sounds like you you staggered them a little bit. Like you didn't do them right at rope drop, which I think is no exactly. Yeah, little, That's yeah, smart. Yeah, I knew that we. You know, I wasn't sure what time we'd want to get up. Um, I I knew in the planning that that Tuesday was going to be jam packed. I wanted to allow for if we wanted to sleep in until even like 10:30, that we could still get to um, the Magic Kingdom by 11:30 for the beginning of the Splash Mountain. It just so happened we all woke up like at 7:30 without any kind of alarms or anything. So it's like, well, we're ready. We might as well go eat breakfast and go to the park. So it was nice to have that flexibility of not having to. And again, you know, first time using FastPass Plus, but not having to go to Rope Drop and have someone run to the FastPass machine, put in the ticket, and get whatever return time the computer tells you. Um, that was great. Really. I love FastPass Plus. I love it so much. So after that, rode, uh, like I said, Big Thunder Mountain, uh, looped back and did a, uh, a nice tour with the Haunted Mansion. I photobombed a Country Bear. Um, that was <laughs> I saw that. That yes. was so cool. Yeah, that was funny. Sent that to Britt. Was Taylor. that hoedown uh, happening? No, that was. Um, they were just two. They were just two of the bears just walking. I believe they were going backstage. I think they were getting ready for their performance. Oh. So yes. Um, and and so here is where we left the Magic Kingdom a little bit early, because we had reservations for the Hoop de Doo musical review. Uh, and oh. from the time we got on the boat, oh, got on the boat, it went right to Fort Wilderness, of course, because that's the awesome thing about the boat transportation. Um, we actually the boat transportation is so fantastic. Oh yes, my gosh, it really it's is. one of my favorite yep. things about Walt Disney World. Well, and it's and, the best transportation. And yes. I gotta tell you, it was one of my favorite things about the Universal Parks too, um, mm. that you could get there from. An almost every single Universal Resort you can get to by boat. Mm. Um, we did stop off at the Wilderness Lodge, even though we could have stayed on and just gone right to Fort Wilderness because, uh, you know, we wanted to shower and get changed. It is August in Florida. Um, and uh, from the time that we checked in, every cast member was like, oh, you got a good table. I was like, okay. And then, you know, <laughs> it, and then I, I hand them the slip and it's table 11. And uh, the cast member says, oh, you have a good table. So we walked up, and it's just our table of three, and we are seated basically on the stage. We were the um, first table, if you're looking at the stage, all the way on the left, right next to the steps where the cast members come in. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And, and it was really great. Um, all the cast members, but particularly Six Bit, Slocum, and Miss Claire DeLune uh, played it up really, really well for my daughter. She had done hoop de doo when she was two? <laughs> so she doesn't think she ever did hoop de uh, I showed her pictures, um, and where we were was actually perfect for having a two-year-old. We were up on the balcony next to where the spotlight was, so she was able to really see everything that was going on.
but oh, for her to be Oh, she was in 11, the back home seating. Yes, she was. <laughs> there, see, she was that's the, the best seat in the house, the Beth Combs she was in the, seating. She was in the Beth Combs memorial table. Um, memorial? I'm not dead. Wow, wow. <laughs> Bumping him off again. Oh, my gosh. What, are you an assassin? What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, 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 but I am full of sass. Uh, yeah, we, we We definitely took advantage of the refills of the beer which after the second one they brought out the pitcher and polished that off um delicious chicken fried chicken amy uh cornbread cornbread dean ribs uh, regular corn salad it's it's so good it's so good and you know cocktail weenies in the cornbread no cocktail weenies in the cornbread we did check um and the way that they (laughs) pace the show if you haven't gone i highly recommend it amy um it it's it's so good it's so fun it's so 1970s walt disney world and i don't mean that in a bad way whatsoever um for what you get it is expensive however it is all you can eat all you can drink and includes a show and takes approximately an hour and a half from start to finish. It is well worth your time. It, it it's great. And go early, and you can explore Fort Wilderness. Well, and that's what we did. They had the campfire uh, uh, movie that night. Was the Descendants. So after Hoop de Doo, after the strawberry shortcake, we went over to the campfire sing along, which we did have to take a bus to get over there because um, it's not immediately next to Pioneer Hall. Um, and we were able to watch a little bit of Descendants. We got some marshmallows, roasted those on the campfire that's right there. Got to see a movie under the stars. And with the bugs, which unfortunately cut our night short because I was getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. So after hiding in the restroom for about 20 minutes, my wife sent me a text. Uh, we can just go. I said, okay. <laughs> so we went. And can I, can I tell you? The restrooms there at Fort Wilderness at night are approximately 52 degrees. They're freezing cold in there, man. That's chilly. And I have a feeling it's because during the day, with so many people taking showers in there, and with the hot water, and in the sun, and all that stuff, they just have the temperature set, and it just runs. But you could hang meat in there overnight. Now so, I have a question. Did you go to the Tricircle D Ranch and see the horses and such? We did see horses on our way out. Uh, Yay! Actually, on our way over to the, um, the campfire single, which wasn't really a single one, but over in that area, uh, we did see the horses. They were out. I think I have a picture of that. I'll, I can send that to you Yay. if you want to see. But it was at night. It's a, it's a little tough. They don't necessarily, I don't believe, have the tours open at night. Mm-hmm. At dusk, they lock the doors, I think, to go in yeah. there. And that and, makes like, sense. walk around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we did see it. We did see and definitely saw the signs for it. Yay, so, the horses! Yeah. So the next morning we woke up. It'd be another beautiful day in Central Florida. And, and we hadn't had enough water park yet, so we decided to go to Typhoon Lagoon. And again, we were able to rope drop, and I drove over there because getting to Typhoon Lagoon from Wilderness Lodge would mean a bus to Animal Kingdom to another bus. We weren't going to do that. So drove over to Typhoon Lagoon, did the rope drop, had some great pictures with PhotoPass. Stitch was out and about. So, yeah, so my my daughter got some pictures with Stitch. Um, Mm. We were able to get really good seats over by the Crush and Gusher, rode that. Um, We were able to get on the new Misadventure Falls. Um, which is a neat family raft ride, um, which is a lot of fun. There's an audio animatronic parrot that talks to you. 
um, did the lazy river, did some storm slides. Um, we ended up drinking our lunch. No keepsake glasses, though, from Typhoon the Go. Not this time. Um, and then we went back to the hotel, got changed, and then headed back to the boat. We took the boat to the Contemporary. And I know I was texting heavily with you guys at this point because I was sending you updates nearly every 200 yards or so. Um, going into the contemporary <laughs> and getting on the monorail, and now we're going to go to Epcot. This is where thirty miles an hour, by the way. Yeah, at least. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, so ride the monorail to the TCC, and then transfer over to the Epcot monorail. Um, this is where I took full advantage of the brilliance of my Magic Plus because our Fast Pass reservations were for the afternoon, which I had never gotten during regular Fast Pass anything in the afternoon from the morning in order to get an afternoon fast pass you have to show up like in that sweet spot of like 10 30 11 o'clock <laughs> which we were never there for and you'd never know when soren was going to run out you know there always be people oh soren fast pass ran out at 11 o'clock today like, okay so you show up at 10 45 in the morning and your soren fast pass would be for 8 30 at night mm-hmm. no, no good no good so our first fast pass was for Soren. Um, my wife opted out, um, but my, my daughter and I wrote it. I really enjoy Soren 2.0. Um, I, I actually like it other than the soundtrack. I think I like it better than Soren 1.0. Yeah, I'm Nothing? I don't disagree. Okay. I'm not going to complain. Right. No, I, 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 I love the new one. I, I... I kind of get people's uh, complaints about the force of the transition, sure. but that's that's part of Soren. That was just for fun. Yeah. I mean, it, it was no different than when a golf ball flew at right. you. Right, exactly. You know, it's just a little different now. So I really enjoyed that. We um, on the way over to our next fast pass, which was uh, Frozen Never After. Uh, we rode on Imagination, uh, which is you know my daughter is always like that. So we rode that again. No wait. Um, so yeah, so we rode Frozen, um, you know, again, had the Fast Pass. It, that would have been something impossible for us to do <laughs> if it had been the regular Fast Pass system. Um, that was the first thing that I had set up, actually, um, for that day. And we decided to skip our first Fast Pass, which was the um, Pixar Showcase. Uh, we just spent more time over at the water park in the morning. But Frozen, I mean, I love what they've done with the town, you know, changed the queue to, to kind of be backwards. Um, from where it was um, and it's interesting having been in actual Norway um, how close the Nor- the Norway pavilion is to actual Norway um, so that was neat I really enjoyed Frozen Forever After again two for two Epcot updates now I like that for the first time in forever mm-hmm, <laughs> I like the updated version of an attraction better than the attraction that it replaced being Soren 2.0 better than Soren and Frozen Ever After better than Maelstrom. Agree? Disagree? Um, I have not been on Frozen Ever After, so I can't speak on that. And I haven't. Oh, I didn't realize and that. I haven't been on New Soren either, so. <laughs> Overdue. <laughs> I can't speak on either of these. <laughs> Sorry, but I mean, that's his opinion. Great, you know. That's so, great. I mean, I can't, I can't say if I think he's right or if I agree or right. disagree or whatever. No, I, 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 
I didn't realize you hadn't written Frozen. I knew you hadn't written uh, Soren 2.0, but I didn't realize you hadn't written Frozen. Either. Yeah, I haven't in either one. There's so much she's only written. Done, she's geez. only written them in the virtual trip with Casey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot. And actually, no, you didn't ride either one of them with Casey. That's right, because I thought that she would, like, fall out of Soren. Right. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> But you, you just use the middle strap if that's the case. Right. It's not tall enough. For the, <laughs> for the smaller flyers. That nice would be though. so uncomfortable for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so weird. <sighs> so it's funny. you know. It, I, I wanted to really hit on the things that we did new. This, this is where we went back to a tried and true. Uh, when I booked this vacation portion, I had the Annapoli laid down as an ADR. And just... And, I didn't want to. I was like, eh, not really interested. I get great pizza at home. I get great thin crust, coal-fired hot pizza at home. Do I really want to go and get the same thing and pay more for it at Walt Disney World? Um, and, you know, Dean and I have discussed this before. So I ended up canceling the Annapoli actually the night that we checked in. Um, I went, you know, and, and my wife agreed. She's like, nah, we can do this at home. So then that left us without an ADR. So we're, we're standing in the queue in Norway. And my wife says, she's now hungry. Because again, we drank our lunch, right? So we're standing in the queue ravenous. And she's like, do you want to go to Beer Garden? And I said, <laughs> you don't have to twist my arm. And she said, I know it's silly because we always go to the fest hall at home. I said, but it's so good. <laughs> I knew you were going to say didn't beer garden. You started walking. I knew you were going to say that. Like I had a premonition when you said, you know, next is we we didn't really want to do be in Apple. I was like, he's going to say he changed to beer garden. I know he is. And sure enough, we went to beer garden. I can't believe you didn't go to Coral Reef. Uh, no, <laughs> you had to check out the pre-renovation Coral Reef. You mean you didn't go to Spice Row Table? <sighs> No, that I mean that was considered, but we looked at the menu. We we're like, eh. Um, plus, it was hot, so you know we were looking for inside. Um, once, Frozen so, Crown. So we are in, we are in the queue to get on Frozen Ever After. My wife makes the ADR, and we have once again front row table. We get there as the show is wrapping up, so we got to experience the show twice, which was awesome. great. Had my beer, had a pregame beer, had a postgame beer. Um, got a keepsake glass. This one was the small dust boot. The very, very small shot glass size dust boot, which is fun. Um, and then rode Mission Space. Um, we actually rode green and orange. And I gotta tell you, the new Mission Space green, the Earth orbit, even though it doesn't spin, I might like it better than orange. The Mars nice. mission. Um, you know, once again now, now we're up to three for three with Epcot updates. I really like it. I like the path that it takes. The graphics are nice and crisp. Um, you know, the, there's no more Lieutenant Diane, but um, it, it's it's well hosted. It, it's just it's just a fun attraction. I like Mission Space. Pretty sure Amy has not ridden Mission Space. I have done Mission Space Orange. It was either really? it was either two or three times that I've done it in my life. Oh, and wow! I mean, I don't know. I, you would like green, okay? You like green if if you I'm enjoy. I'm looking so forward it, to trying green. I'm very put it to you this way: 
it's like Soren over the world, but you're mm -hmm. 150 miles up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm very open-minded about Mission Space Green. I never did the previous Mission Space Green. I had only done oh, Mission yeah, Space yeah. Orange. So, I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to trying it. Then, um, I have to say, I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't realize you would have you would even attempted yeah, the yeah. orange one. I did it once. That that was that was enough. I've only yeah. I think I've. It was either two or three times. I just remember the last time I went on it, I I didn't realize that my walking was like weaving until I oh, almost no. ran into a trash can, and then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm walking funny, so like I didn't go on it anymore after that. I thought, well, well maybe well. that's it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I highly recommend Green. And again, three for three. Another first is we uh, did the walk-ups in Spaceship Earth. Uh, the park closed at nine, and we walked onto Spaceship Earth at eight fifty-nine. So that was the first time my daughter had ever closed the park. Now, admittedly, it's nine o'clock, so it's not too, too super late. But we made the decision to do that instead of see illuminations. We had now, seen when you walked before. out of Spaceship yes. Earth, were you sea like, of humanity? Sea of humanity, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I say sea of humanity, we were on like the leading crest of the sea, <laughs> so we were able to get on the next bus. Now, unfortunately, the the Wilderness Lodge bus was like uh, bus stop number five, which is mm -hmm. to the right and all the way at the end. So it yes. was a little bit of a hike, but whatever, mm -hmm. it's fine. We got on, mm -hmm. um, and we were able to get back at fairly good time. Well, that's good. Yeah, and you know, Epcot's so centrally located; it's not really far from anywhere. Mm -hmm. So that that worked out mm -hmm. nicely. So now, the next morning, our first, we are going to rope drop to do flight of passage, and oh. and this is where I did the well, challenge. Oh. This is where. I decided, you know what, I'm not going to, you know, same thing. We got a little bit more sleep. I'm going to drive to Animal Kingdom. Now I'm a pro of driving Animal Kingdom. <laughs> and, um, you know, park opened at 9. So we arrived about 8.20-ish. Parked the car, got on the tram. Again, great great tram experience. And um, and we get into get into the park right, right at 9 and get into the queue for Flight of Passage, which the cast member at that point is saying, the wait is three hours and 30 minutes to four hours. <laughs> and I look to my wife, and she looks at me, and we say, we came here to ride this. We are going to ride this. So um... let, me, let me set up. We entered. the. Okay, the queue started as soon as you entered the land. That was the line of people. It it made a right and went along the walkway over into Harambe, and then looped back again, back into Pandora, and then into the regular queue. Getting to the regular queue was approximately forty five minutes to an hour of waiting outside. They took very good care of us. Um, you know, they had cast members walking up and down. The line moved fairly regularly, so it wasn't like we were standing for any particular long length of time. You know, we'd maybe stand for maybe 30 seconds to a minute, and then we'd move forward about 20, 30 feet, and then you'd stand and move forward, so on and so forth. They had two cast members playing live music on that walkway over to Harambe, which was nice. They had a guitar and some kind of lots of the guy with, like, a ton of flutes. Um, 
so that was neat. Um, you know, it just kept everybody kind of jovial. Um, and then we entered the queue proper for Flight of Passage. I want to say they designed the queue very well. Um, they designed it so that you know maybe ten percent of it is outside, and then ninety percent of it is inside. So you know for that 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 last hour of wait, and let me tell you, from the time that we got into the queue to the time that we left the attraction was two hours and fifteen minutes. I mean, I'm not surprised they're overselling it, saying three and a half to four hours, but. That, that's still a big line, two to two and a half, but th- that is a big queue, and there's a lot it's to It's a big queue, there. there's a lot to navigate, but at the same time, there's a lot to see, there's a lot to experience. That's what I mean. And uh, it, it is... It's not just a no, switchback. No, <laughs> and it is, it is easily replaced. Expedition Everest is my favorite queue in, Walt, in all of Walt Disney World. I mean, the things that they have inside, especially towards the end, before you get, you know, kind of paired up with your avatar and all that other stuff, is... I, I, that could almost be an attraction by itself. It, 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 we, 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 all three of us got off. Um, my, my wife was able to arrive with no issues with any of the motions, uh, it, it, nothing like that. You know, when they say it is a cutting edge attraction, it absolutely is. I would wait. I would have waited in the three and a half hour wait for that. It is certainly worth the two hours and, and, and whatever that we waited. Um, I, I love it. It, it, that attraction is fantastic. My daughter loved it. My wife loved it. She was like, she got off. She's hard to please when it comes to you know rides and attractions. She got off and she she was like, wow, that was amazing. So of course, yeah, we we got off that ride and my son declared it his favorite ride yeah, in Walt Disney World. I, I now granted, he's a seven year old. He's always going to go with sure. what's most recent, but that just. You know, it, it is that level and, of attraction. And considering, you know, I asked my daughter the same thing. She said, Flight of Passage first, Gringotts, Escape from Gringotts second. So, I mean, and we, and this is wow. fresh in our minds. So, you know, all, all of the Harry Potter, she loved Forbidden Journey. Um, she loved Spider-Man, she loved Hulk, all of those things. But Flight of Passage is number one for her as well. Um, and of course, we had to get a baby banshee. <laughs> Which I'm so jealous about. They were oh, so about yes, when we, were we there. have Frederick. Frederick the Banshee is at home. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and then what I had done is I had planned a early lunch at Tiffin's. Tiffin's raises the bar. I mean, Animal Kingdom has great dining anyway, um, from table service to counter service. But th- this, this is... Uh, you know, My wife and I both agreed. I mean, this puts it on par with restaurants we've eaten at in New York City. Um, both from a food quality, choice, um, freshness, service. I mean, uh, her, her, dream, her dream evening at Animal Kingdom now is getting like an 8.30 reservation at Tiffin's if they let you walk through Pandora after you eat. You don't have to ride any rides, but just like at 10 o'clock when yeah. the park is closed, if they would let you exit through Pandora. That would be her ideal night. Um, it, it, it's it's great. Tiffin's is fantastic. Tiffin's is expensive, but it is fantastic. Yeah. And that was our night. What'd you end up eating? Uh, what did you end up eating? What did I have? Uh, we started. So I know people people have rate well. No, Nomad Lounge is yes. one of the wings. I don't no, know if it's but on the Tiffin's menu. I know people have gone bonkers over the, the octopus. octopus. Um, we started with the cheese plate. Um, and then I had scallops 
and we got the side of um, cauliflower, which I want to I want to say it's like General Sal's cauliflower. It is so good. It's like Ooh. flash flash fried in a good. wok with like a mildly spicy sweet sauce. Oh, so delicious. So good, so good. Um, but that really ended our day at Animal Kingdom because we have fast passes at the studios. Because again, I utilized our ability to make fast passes for the afternoon and evening. So we had Star Tours and Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. Three of the four working attractions, <laughs> sorry, rides at the studios. Rides. Rides. Plenty of attractions, yes. only four um, rides. My wife joined us for Rock and Roller Coaster, which was the first one that we did. And then she decided, you know, she was just so full from Tiffin. She's like, you know, I just want to go back and sit by the pool. So she did. Um, you know, we cleared up her Fast Pass Plus reservations so someone else could maybe take that time slot. And uh, my daughter and I met Star-Lord and Groot, which was a lot of fun. Um, we watched the Star Wars movie, of course, because it's there. We um, did One Man's Dream, because that's where Star-Lord and Groot were. Um, and, uh, you know, my daughter really enjoyed looking at some of the models and exhibits and stuff like that that they had in there. Um, as we walked over to our Star Tours Fast Pass, um, Paths of the Jedi was going on. So we watched that take place for a couple times. You know, we were able to see the entrance of Darth Vader and the Seventh Sister, uh, which was a lot of fun. Once they started to do the Jedi training, um, you know, my daughter's like, ah, let's ride Star Tours. So we did. Um, after that, we kind of kept it in the Star Wars theme, and we went over to meet Kylo Ren. Now, this is the thing that people found shocking. I happened to miss every single March of the First Order. Yes. How really? in the world? <laughs> How in tarnation? Okay. There, there, there are two things that run at Walt Disney World yes. about every seven minutes. It's that and Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It. Just I miss a little both bit. And you miss both of them. How in tarnation? <laughs> it's impossible. Well, I can tell you how. Because the last March of the First Order was at 4 o'clock. Guess when our Star Tours Fast Pass was for. <laughs> yep. So we missed it. It's alright. Jeez. Okay. It's something Jeez. to go back to. But we did meet Kylo Ren. We got probably my favorite photo pass picture ever of Kylo menacingly just lurking over my daughter, um, which was a lot of fun. Oh, he's a great man. So fun. And as we're he's leaving, really he's good. like right behind me and he's still talking. And 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 I, I turned around and I said, "You're still talking." <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. And he oh gave me that gosh. quick, the quick head jerk, like what? <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> you should have you should have asked him to refresh the uh, outro for our podcast. <laughs> you know, he was so taken with the power of the of the dark side in my daughter that I. I completely forgot to ask him to return my calls and he was but, probably intimidated by the fact that you were wearing dean on your back like yoda well well that is pretty intimidating mm-hmm. um and then after meeting kylo uh we went over to the tower of terror my daughter conquered her fear once again the queue is freaking her out she's freaked out by the twilight zone part she's freaked out by the boiler room <laughs> <laughs> that ride uh, was awful <laughs> 
No, the ride, the ride she was fine <laughs> with, but I have the world's greatest reaction That's shot funny. of her face. And what's funny is afterwards, she's like, that was really fun. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's awesome. I, uh, At this point, like I said, my wife had gone back to the hotel to hang out by the pool, and now she's sending us texts. I'm sending her pictures of the things we're doing. And um, and I'm, I'm sending her, she's texting, hey, uh, you want to come hang out by the pool? <laughs> So, <laughs> headed back, um, you know, for dinner, we just ate, uh, what did we do? I think we just had Roaring Fork, you know, just went down, grabbed something, brought it back up to the room. Um, it was starting to get misty at night, but I said that I wanted to go over to Trader Sam's. So, another first for me, got back on the boat, went over to the Contemporary, got on a monorail, rode the monorail of the Poly, arrived in style, and I went to Trader Sam's for the first time and it was fantastic um <laughs> did did you I find found the door, door okay? fine. i knew exactly where it was it it's is, so easy to walk by that. um I, I walked in i sat down yeah. right at the bar which made me feel right at home um my, my first drink was the krakatoa krakatoa which is perfect because that's the name of the volcano at volcano bay um, of course, that triggered the effects, and that's one of my keepsake mugs. And then I got the um, Shrunken Head zombie drink, which triggered the effect, and is a keepsake mug. And then I got the uh Oa, which is recommended for two to three people, <laughs> which triggered the show. Whoa. And I have that mug. And um, I... Is that, is that 15 I, now? Are we we're 15? either 15 or 16. <laughs> um, and I closed Trader Sam's. At one o'clock. Uh, this proved problematic for one reason. They shut down the transportation 45 minutes after the Magic Kingdom closes. Magic Kingdom closed at midnight. Ah. So I took a taxi, which was $6, and took a taxi back to the Wilderness Lodge. Not a problem. Much cheaper than a minivan. <laughs> and I didn't want to take the time to download Uber and do all of that other stuff. So not a problem. Yeah. Um, now this is now entering our last full day. Uh, we decided to, uh, do kind of a split morning. My daughter wanted to see if we can get on test track. So I drove over to Epcot. Um, this is where the tram was just broken. So we decided to walk. Um, not, not a big deal. Um, and as we are walking up to test track, test track broke down. Now it had been misting kind of overnight. Oh. And from what I understand, if it's like rainy like that, it's just not open anyway so they might have just not uploaded updated the app or something like that but i mean literally as we were approaching to get into the queue the cast members came out with the i'm sorry we're closed so we did uh mission space again which was not a not not a bad thing um drove back to the wilderness lodge um the mist and the rain had uh kind of let up so then we went over to the magic kingdom for our last day um the first for this day was riding small world and getting the goodbye with our names at the end, which was really neat. Um, hadn't had that before. Yeah, that is cool. Um, I found that pretty cool. Uh, we did Princess Fairytale Hall, uh, where we met Tiana and we met Rapunzel. And I, I have to say, how they had that set up is really well done. Um, you know, where you go in and, and you meet, and again, the photo pass included with the, with the memory maker um, just made it all easy. Um, all three of us got Dole Whips. <laughs> and then... And then uh, you know did did a spin on the Jungle Cruise and some other some other things in the Magic Kingdom, but uh, 
the thing that was new for that evening was Boathouse. We stand with Boathouse. What a great time. What a great ambiance. Great atmosphere. So great good. food. Great service. Um, got the asparagus. <laughs> I got the, um, I think it, oh yeah, yeah. Call, got the asparagus right and there. I got the uh, andouille sausage and shrimp mac and cheese. Which was very well done. Uh, my wife got some. Uh, what'd she get? I think she got some oysters to start off with. Um, can't remember what. I think my daughter got two kids' meals. <laughs> she was just hungry, and she liked that they came in the. Yeah. Um, while we That's were awesome. at Boathouse, the torrential downpour started. Now again, this is the only time in our entire eight-day vacation that we really got any kind of rain. Uh, what that does is it extended our boathouse stay about 45 minutes. Um, but after the, the ins insane downpours ended, it just became like a light drizzle. I got some ponchos. Of course, what is the one time I did not bring the ponchos with me? When we went to boathouse. It yep. happens every time. Happens every... That's what happened to me on our trip. Happens every time. What, what time were you at boathouse? And I asked because I wanted to... Um, did not have live music playing. playing. It was 5 o'clock when we arrived. Okay, it's yep. a little on the early side. And the reason I did that is because I wanted to make it, and I didn't have anything planned. We didn't have any fast passes set for that day. Um, we didn't have any park plans. You know, we just decided to do that quick jaunt to Epcot in the morning and then do the Magic Kingdom to ride some stuff um, in the afternoon. Um, and then, you know, I knew we had Boathouse planned. And then I convinced my wife to go to Trader Sam's later that night. Uh, the daughter watched some, uh, I think she watched... Uh, on Stranger Tides in the room. And uh, we mm -hmm. went over to Trader Sam's where she was able to get a hippopotami thigh, which is a keepsake class. Um, and I got another Krakatoa. And that pretty much ended our vacation where flight uh, left the next morning, um, like around 1130. So that was so that was the end. So I actually have a photo up of my keepsakes here. I have the chilled monkey brains from Jack Lindsay's. I have the zombie. I have dust brute. I have a Krakatoa. I have a hippopotamitai. We have a pearl. I have an Oa, and I have a jungle juice sipper. Um, those, those are from Jack Lindsay's and from Trader Sam's and Beer Garden. Um, I have two of the Skipper Canteen mugs. I have three of the Wilderness Lodge, um, you know, like the Rapid Fill mugs. Um, of which we found that system very easy to use too. Um, have three of the Cabana Bay rapid fill mugs. Have two of the Cabana Bay um, drink bar type covered sippers. Have three of the Volcano Bay plastic cups. Have a Duff mug. Have two Butterbeer mugs. Have two Flaming Mo cups. Have the uh, Toothsome Chocolate Emporium plastic, um, what do you call this, like mason jar. And have one Gryffindor water bottle. And I also got a, um, a Stein with a flip top head for Chewbacca. I got that from Meg. <laughs> so that was fun. Nice. So all in all, let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27 oh different keepsake drink things. I definitely lost track at some point. Which, considering there's eight days and there's three people... Not too bad. So that really was our vacation. Um, loved doing it. Had such a blast doing it. Thank you, Dean, for helping me plan it, uh, particularly with the Universal portion. 
Um, you know, the new things were great. This really was all about doing things that were new. Um, impressions of Universal were very, very positive. Again, particularly if you've got people that can ride everything. Um, and they take really good care of people with any kind of dietary or mobility restrictions. Um, the transportation options at Universal are fantastic. Volcano Bay itself is fantastic, particularly if you know what you're getting into when you go there. Um, I really wish they would scrap Tapu Tapu. Um, just waiting 80 minutes to not being able to do anything but the Lazy River um, really kind of put a damper on that day um, because everybody else was doing the same thing. So it, it just makes it untenable. Um, Copper Creek is a fantastic addition to the DVC collection. Um, highly recommended. We didn't get a chance to do much of the other areas within the DVC area. Uh, we did go over to the Geyser Point. I was a little disappointed with a, with the menu. The ambiance is great. It's right there in Bay Lake. It's probably a fantastic place to watch the electrical water pageant from. Um, we just didn't really no, get a chance right. to do that. When it came to deciding what to do at night, I think we were just so comfortable and relaxed that we didn't necessarily want to go to any of the theme parks to do the nighttime shows. So, you know, Amy, to answer your question, you know, why we didn't see, oh, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? It just wasn't what we really felt like we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. But it does leave us something to go back for, and I am really looking forward to going back. Well, Paul, it was an honor and pleasure to help you book the Universal portion, and it sounds like you had a fantastic trip and got to do lots of new items, new rides, new attractions, and doing new things on vacation. That is the good stuff. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast, and please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. Dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly presents your outtakes. <sighs> Dean, most houses have multiple rooms. You know what's going to be really challenging today? What? Talking about Polly's trip report without Polly. <laughs> 13 minutes ago, he retweeted someone's weather forecast and wrote, Gah! G-A-H-H-H. You tell me if you get this text that I just sent you. With a YouTube video? Yes. Came right through. Great, okay. Then something must be wrong on Polly's end. Well, we know that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm writing back to him. Hope you had a good nap. 
since you think he's there waking no up sleep. now. <laughs> oh, there he is. Hey, Polly. Hey, boot, hey. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine sending Dean separate texts in, you know, just to him, but he keeps trying to rope you in. I do, I do. Bigfoot. I'm not doing it. You're in. Stop <laughs> wasting my time with your cleat foot. You, I, you and Andrew it. are officially splitting a team. And he I'm has a good lineup it. this year. So I hope I, I'm not going to sound super sniffly. I'm sorry no. if I do. No, I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're fine. And uh, you know who else is super sniffly is our guests. I don't hear them. <laughs> <laughs> I think they took their uh, allergy medication before they showed up, because I don't hear them sniffing at all. Has this show gone to the dogs? Oh, boy. Ah. No, just the dog woods. Let's just pause a moment and reflect on Amy's pun. Hey, you never did acknowledge my pun from our text stream, and I'm very... I'm still waiting for you to acknowledge Dean and mine's four puns <laughs> about Donald Duck. <laughs> I mean, I was too busy laughing. Even listening to the show, you didn't acknowledge it. You acknowledged no, your I own. I heard them. I heard them. But it's like, I'm Mine not going to be like good. Dean where I respond to tweets a month later. <laughs> just out of nowhere, I'm getting tweets. And I'm like... When was this oh. conversation from? Like, I remember it, but barely. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. going to pause the recording for one second. I just yes. need to unfollow. I need to unfollow somebody on Twitter. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh. Beth Combs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even okay. serious. Okay, go ahead. I'm done. I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if it was connected with, like, Wednesday or anything. I didn't mean to ruffle the- your feathers. <laughs> I didn't know if it was from a movie that I haven't seen. <laughs> Is what I'm saying. I'm being so nice right now and just putting up with you two. <laughs> this is giving me bad elementary school flashbacks. Like, oh my god! Did you I see just this? Got Paulie's text. <laughs> oh no! Do I have another text? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I tweeted that yesterday. It's so wrong, but so funny. Polly, you didn't tweet that, did you? That's yes, terrible. Really hey, oh. hey, Walt. Hey, Walt. Where's Irma going? Whoa. <laughs> wow. Not gonna Not make gonna the make show. Not gonna make the show. Not gonna make the show. Cheer checks. <laughs> oh, wow. I can only imagine. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, let me no. let me do let me do the intro again. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you just say sniff? I, did. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. I should just go on mute for the whole No, time. no, you shouldn't. I have the hay fever. I know. And I got hay a... fever. Hay fever. Well, I was gonna say <laughs> I got hay fever. And the only prescription is more Disney podcasts. <laughs> Feeling super sneezy. Wow. Stop making fun of me. I'm tired I'm of your crap. I'm not making fun of anything. <laughs> you know who else is making fun of us? Our listeners. Oh, no. No, that's not. No, it's not. Oh, You're right. Off. It's not, it's, it's not.
No, we are not doing another GH Let's oh, lead in. Oh, <laughs> no, okay. All right. I'm, you're not roping me into that one. Well, I mean... You know who else isn't roping us in? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right, here we go. Ready? Give me a countdown. Three, two, one! How was that, Amy? Did I I do your justice there? Yes. All right. Just want to make sure I'm getting the count. I've been working on that. This is where I put in a little bit of a break because I'm going to play the video audio of my daughter finding out where we're going oh i want to hear it now no you have to wait till the show comes out miss i want to listen to the source audio oh, no. and, and yet you have to react to it now right <laughs> no i want to hear it now no you can't do it i don't think i can do it now i know but I... Uh, I can give you a dramatic recreation if you want because i've already heard it I don't want no, a, I re- I don't I, want a spoiler. I, I, I actually haven't heard it, Amy. I was just trying to tease you that I had heard it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't know how to react. Is it cute? Uh, Polly's daughter is adorable and excited. Okay. What's my motivation? <laughs> What's my motivation? <laughs> Adventure okay. is out there travel. <laughs> Say Adventure is on mute travel? Right. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, can, can you hear, hear me? Now? Can you are do you it gonna, again? Because we can hear some of you. Dean you stepped on you. Me? Stop. I, I did. No, just... can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Okay. <laughs> can you sing it again <laughs> where, so, where Dean so doesn't you had, step on you? Yeah, you, you had so dramatic upset. pause coming in and I thought you were on mute. <laughs> I was on mute and it, like, the no, icon you were fine. wouldn't change. If that makes sense. Amy refuses to respond. I'm sorry, I've been sneezing. She's muted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to mute because I was sneezing. Um, Bless you. Oh, sorry. Um, nighttime captor. Cap of your day. I cannot talk today, sorry. Captor. It is, it is nighttime a, captor. I was going to say capper, and then I realized capper is not really a word. Dean, that's scary. What's wrong with you? you are being captured by the animal <laughs> kingdom. You'll be put on safari, and if you survive the morning, you get a fast pass. Uh, my goodness it, it seems like it seems like it's a n- nice it's so good now i've got the sniffles thanks i'm sorry oh my gosh <laughs> oh, you gave me I, your allergies i've been muting as much as i can no, so i don't fine. gross out the listeners you, you unmuted and the germs came right through the line of there are no germs with allergies dean i'm not contagious so after you yelled at so me, after Seven Dwarfs Mind you yelled train, at me over germs. After, I didn't after Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, I got yelled after at again. Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. No, Polly, 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 we have to settle this. First. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't go into the weekend with Amy yelling. I at didn't me. yell. Weenies in the no, cornbread. Cocktail wheels in the cornbread, but, nah. but you know what did I say? Cocktail wheels. Mm. You did. I wasn't gonna say anything. I was yep. being polite. We were letting it go. Let it go. Uh. Amy, throw it on. She's sneezing. Yeah. It's okay, I can wait. Sorry, I actually <laughs> sneezing. Okay. <laughs> okay. You are if you're wanting me to argue with Polly's opinion, I'm not gonna But new for us. Whoa. Somebody somebody took out Polly. I'm back. 
Whoa. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm here. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. What just happened? Did you... You sound like you got hit by the proverbial bus. Oh my be, god, be... I was scared. I was really scared for a minute. I was like, it, it's going to be, be fun optics. Oh my gosh. I thought you had like a medical uh, problem or something. For no, 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 no. No, no. I just, Goodness. My arm hit the headphone cord, which made the phone go. My goodness. Uh, so... Jingle bell, jingle, bam!